and some people did. Chug <laughs> 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 on my water. All right. <laughs> oh wow! Welcome everybody to Catfish Weekly. Lyle's <laughs> dead. <laughs> Lyle, a little quick on the trigger tonight. Yeah, buddy. I was trying. <laughs> oh, my camera's all going in and out. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm Chad. That's Lyle. And that's Josh. There we go. Introductions <laughs> made. Oh, man. Lord have mercy. Can't take Lyle anywhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you know what? We're going to talk boats tonight, and that's always a fun subject to talk about. So. <laughs> it is a fun subject, and it's something that's dear to all of our hearts because most of us are boat fishermen. Not that there's anything wrong with bank fishermen, but once you have a boat, it's break out another thousand. <laughs> yeah, once you have one, you kind of want to get another, too. So. Or, yeah, or three or four. That's why yeah. some people have marinas in their yard. <laughs> I just walked outside, took a took a picture today, put it as our background for the show. See? Yeah. <laughs> I was kidding. I look at, when I came backstage, I was like, oh my God, is that Josh's yard? When did he get that? Was, when did he get that one? I was trying out my drone. So <laughs> oh, nice. Um Let's say hello to people in chat. Let's do that. Oh, man. All right. We got Mr. Marillo Family Fishings made it in. Hooks and Hammocks. There's Sampy. Mark Barnum, 922 Crappie Barbecue. Eddie Gross, member of town, Chrissy Brown. <clears throat> oh, and uh, Lyle made some kind of rude comment about me. Said that he could see me launching a boat with a trailer still attached. I did not do that. Mm -hmm. I'm getting a muscle cramp because you made me like laugh so hard just now. Right here in the back. Mm. Yeah, member catfish and crappie. Dale Hayslip. Crappie day fish on Bugman's made it in. Member get hooked on D fishing. Member Carolina catfish. Fishing the Mid-South. Question one, does it float? Yes. Question two, is Chad allowed in it? No. What? No. <laughs> uh, I have a report that we have a bad echo. Is anybody else getting that? Yeah, I got a text on that. That's why I asked in chat if anybody else was getting an echo. Oh, okay. Mark, says, Mark says it's gone now. So Okay. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I, I didn't hear an echo. It could have been me then. Usually the person that doesn't hear it is the one that has it, so. Got Buckeye catfishing. <laughs> Parker Pursuits, Chucky, Morgan, Royal, Rowdy Royal, Sean Abney, Reagan for Fatties, member, LG Bass, member Ray Smith. Fishing Fevers made it in. What's up, Austin? Miss Cindy Stoke, Extreme Catfishing Gear. I like that name. Hmm. Curtis Montgomery. There's Team Cox. Oh, member Fishing and Freedom, Joe Buck 66. There's Stephanie, Cotton Picking Fishing. Nubby's Catfishing. Creole Catfishing. 
me see here we got scrolling down here a little bit mm-hmm. we got member danny stone outdoors chad chad thomas and i can't even say my own name good gracious <laughs> there's mr dave funk who caught a monster flathead the other night yes he did 71.3 giant awesome looking fish and uh congratulations y'all are one gonna going to want to stick around tonight if you want to see that fish yeah just i didn't i didn't know they made anything that nice in ohio (laughs) we got (laughs) oh sunny parker good old sunny all right in his new yacht whatever (laughs) don't forget to hit the thumbs up says big bill I'm not allowed to say the rest of his name because it's rude. <laughs> all right, boys. You all had this great idea of a show. <clears throat> I don't know where it came from. No, I don't know anybody that's bought a new boat recently. Mm, it was just muscle cramp would go away. Oh, Lyle made me made me uh, laugh too hard on that. <laughs> That didn't that open <laughs> starting to live up like that and me. <laughs> Mark Barnum says spent seven hours on the river today and only one gar. I blame Lyle. Go ahead. That's who I, that's who I usually blame him or Go, go ahead. <laughs> I, I think I think he sent me a message or said something about that on Facebook earlier. Believe me, I, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Had nothing to do with it. Although I do understand, you know, we have days like that. Um, but you figure out some other way to entertain yourself when the fish aren't biting. Me, I listen to the Cardinals baseball games. There you go. Well, now we we were chatting. Well, what we're we gonna do a show on, and you're like, or you're like, <clears throat> hey. This might make a good good time to make a show about buying a boat. You should listen to Mark Chad. He's got experience with that. Yeah, as I say. So the very so seeing that the very first tip that I would give about buying a boat is don't buy a boat out of jealousy, and go buy a boat that is way out of your league, like a Lund. I mean, <laughs> I knew we were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I can't. You guys are fighting in the family. Oh man. You know, in all seriousness, um, buy what you can afford. Exactly. Whether it be used, new, whether it be a high end, whether it be a low end. Yep. If you want a boat, buy something you can afford. If you can't afford to take it out and use it once you get it. What's the point of having mm-hmm. to set your yard and make payments on it? Yeah, you want to be able to use it to the extent that you plan on using it. That's right. So, I mean, that's uh-huh. you know, if you can take it out once a month because you're making a, a boat payment that's same as your mortgage, you know, that's. But if you can afford it, yeah. oh, absolutely. Oh, there's a polar craft. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's bring that back up. It may have just changed the whole uh, thing the show right here. Well, you should be sponsoring me for all the advertisements that you're going to be getting from me. We you, should basically, you should basically make my payments for me, Polarcraft. <laughs> but now you guys are right. I mean, and don't if you can't afford it, don't go buy it. Don't go buy it. Right? I mean, and I think that's what I learned. I did learn the last time when I bought it too. Is that, know what what you really need for what you're at, what you're doing, and find the right boat for you. That, that, that's very true. Uh, another thing is um, make sure that it is the size you want. And always yeah. remember that whatever you buy, no matter how big or how small it is, you can never replace room in a boat. Yeah. If you think it's not big enough, it probably isn't. Well, you, both, like, you know, it's like putting up a pole barn or anything. <clears throat> you are always never big enough. You went bigger. Yeah. yeah, you're you know, always we, gonna wish you bigger. built one ten years ago. Wish it was bigger. Yeah, but well, that's what like, I was going with the the old boat is. And my other thing is take your time. Make sure, like I said, make mm -hmm. sure it is it is the right boat for you. Because when I bought the other boat four and a half years ago, <clears throat> I really wanted a boat, and at the time that was all I could that that was all we could afford. And, um, we left that day and I was like, we got about half, probably about five miles down the interstate. We turned around and was, we talked ourselves into it and it was a great boat. Don't get me wrong, but size wise, because if you haven't noticed, I'm a, a little bit on the bigger side, that boat, was not, that boat, that boat was not right for, for, for me. Right. So as far as size wise, full figure, that's right, Lyle. There we go. Um, and I yeah, fit that description. But that, you know, that that is you know, why we we finally <clears throat> actually we didn't just rush out and buy this boat. We've actually went back and forth on what we were going to get, but we've been working on this for the last year to get this boat, probably about a year and a half. Uh, but we finally finally pulled the trigger. We went and got it. What was that, Lyle? Cindy says, I just keep putting crap in it to fill it up. <laughs> if you need it once, you're going to need it again. So put it in there and leave it. Yeah, that is true. I like mine. I like to have everything I want, need, desire. <laughs> Parker doesn't have a big enough motor? What? Nah, you, you can always go bigger on the motor. I mean, that's. That boat's, I'll, I'll tell you, I've run that boat. I did it on Catfish Weekly. Uh, yeah, you did. Yep. And that storm come in, and I was boogieing back to the boat ramp. That boat is scoot. It's got that 75 on it, but it'd really fly if we put that 115 on there. <laughs> Might have put float pads on the back to make it work, but. Hey, uh, yeah. Josh, just so you know, FOA Customs and Gear is in chat. Can you please mm -hmm. not time him out tonight for 24 hours? <laughs> 24 hours. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to see if it worked. <clears throat> so did it? Oh, it worked. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Freddie. <laughs> so, 
what else? Are we, what are you guys thinking about? Like here with the, you know, talking about buying a boat and, you know, well, obviously. I have I have a recommendation that I'll put out here because uh, Cindy and I've had a few new boats <laughs> in the last few seasons, and one of the if if you're doing a lot of traveling, and a lot of us do do a lot of traveling, he said do do. Spend the amount of money that you put on your boat on a quality trailer. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have a trailer heavy enough and quality enough to take off, say you want to go to to uh, Mendota, or you want to go to Wheeler Lake, or you want to go to uh, the Red River, or wherever it is, you don't want that trailer breaking down on you along the way. No. If you have a heavy boat, get a dual axle trailer. If if you think that trailer is too lightweight to pull your boat around that you just purchased, tell them you want to upgrade to a better quality trailer. Get, if you can afford a boat, you can afford a quality yeah. trailer to where you won't be stranded on the side of the road. Yep. <clears throat> Same with a motor. Yeah. If the boat is rated for a 100-horse motor, Put a hundred horse on it. Don't put a fifty. Yes, don't ever go less than what it is. No, whatever the re- max rating is, put that on it if you can afford it, because you will wish later on that you did. And Whisker Wagon Outdoors mm-hmm. is absolutely correct. Get get the better trailer, go with the bigger tires. Yes. You know, I've had John Boat trailers that have those little eight inch wheels. They are horrible. They suck. I mean, they they they, they move the boat around, but Creole is right. Dual axle trailer, the trailer brakes on both axles. Yeah, and, and you have to ask for that because most of the time they just put brakes on one axle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Danny brings up a good point. Keep the bearings greased on the trailer. Shad. What are they? Now look. That was another thing about the, the you know the other boat that I bought, and, and I think that is one good thing about getting a used a used boat though. That is always a good thing is learning boat maintenance. That is, you know, never being mm-hmm. a boat owner. Yep. You know, I don't have to do that really. You know, to most other things, unless you know it's like a, <clears throat> um, you get your rear end, you know. Serviced or so. Oh, hey, that didn't sound right. Whoa! It's all you, buddy. You have know, fun with that. I don't have to do any of that. So, <laughs> greasing, greasing your bearings and stuff on a trailer—that was new to me when I bought a truck. But that's stuff that you got to take into consideration that you're going to have to do. When or you're going to have to have it done. You know, you're going to have to have a shop that's not going to, yeah, tear you up. You know, you got to have somebody you can trust to do that, but. Yeah, unless unless you have a good friend like you know Josh that lives close to you, or J Dog, or my you know my buddy Bill, or somebody that I can yeah. say, hey, here's, you know, here's a Twinkie, go grease the bearings on my trailer for me, and they do it well, for that. I mean, Klondike bars work. What would you do for yeah, Klondike bars? So I mean, it's I do that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, that's but if the trailer doesn't work, the boat won't make it to the ramp. That's the truth. Yeah, service service to know your trailer, your 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 engine to me, and making sure you're upkeeping your oil changes and changing mm-hmm. out the well, that, that's well, stuff you gotta well, learn. Well, uh, uh, when did Danny Stone ever get fifty miles from home with a boat trailer? 
Yeah, wait a minute here. Pro it probably wasn't a boat. It was probably his... Um, that was his jaw bearings. His, no. his mouth was just running so fast. That, that, he, that he don't think that's out. ever ran out of grease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cindy's right. Them steps is a must-have. The older you get, the more of a must-have they become. But no, you're, you, that is something that people need to consider. That you're going to need to keep make sure that you're maintaining and service in your engine your you know your oil changes and all that kind of stuff and your i knew all that i did that at, you know perfectly all the time but i never thought about the trailer when i when i had that other boat now i do now i know you know yeah. i know how to do it and consider accessories that's a great idea here's another really good idea uh fishing in the mid-south it isn't a bad idea to keep a spare grease tub in mm -hmm. the truck Doc Lang was big about that. He had two spare hubs fully packed with wheel bearings in his trailer or in his pickup all the time because uh, he used to travel a whole lot. Mm -hmm. And nothing is worse than getting broke down out on the road nope. because, trust me, if you have to be towed in somewhere to get repaired, they're going to bend you over and you're not going to like the result. Yep. Uh, they're going to get in your hip pocket so deep that you might never be able to replace the funds you're fixing to pour out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you, know, you can even get away with, if you know what size bearings you use, I know I've said this on numerous shows, take, go ahead and, you know, preload, get those bearings greased. And if you have a vacuum sealer, like you vacuum put away seal, fish, everything right. else, vacuum seal those things, throw them under the seat of your truck, throw them in the glove box, wherever they need to be, you have them. I have a set of spare bearings in the rear door on our truck on the yep. driver's side. Bearings are cheap. I mean, you can yeah. even get you can even get away with the really cheap bearings. For even the good bearings are not expensive, John. Even the good, you know, you buy Timkins. It's what I buy. Timkins makes yeah. Timkins makes they make great bearings. But a cheap mm -hmm. set will get you home. Yep. You know, and then you can go get a good bearing if you have to. But I did see one from Creole. He says, pony up for the stainless prop. That is very if true. If you can afford it, absolutely. They are way better. Stainless got, props have better performance. They uh, they can be repaired a whole lot easier. I'm great. Daddy's turning into Josh Jr. here. He's got he's got a, he's got his Josh Dunnigan starter kit, two boats in the backyard. There you go, Danny. Josh Dunnigan starter kit. Here is a very good statement. Yeah. Remember that your vehicle that you're towing with has a braking capacity to stop itself. Unless you buy a pickup or an SUV that has a tow package on it, then they upgrade the braking capacity for them. Pulling a trailer of any kind is not an issue. It's stopping the damn mm -hmm. thing that gets you in trouble especially on wet or slick roads. If you don't have brakes on a trailer, and there's a ton of boat trailers out there that does not have brakes mm -hmm. on them of any kind. So you're packing around that extra weight behind you, and you pull up to a stoplight and say, oh, my God, I'm too close, and you slam on the brakes. Well, next thing you know, the it's weight fine. of that trailer is shoving you right on through that stoplight. And if anybody's coming, you're in trouble. So... Make sure that's that's a 
that's probably one of the greatest statements of the night is to make sure you have a a a vehicle that's capable of pulling the weight of what you're hauling. There's the greatest statement of the night right there. Be able to get in the boat if you're a shortest docker. <laughs> that's what the ladder's for. <laughs> I got I got a nice little ladder on my the front end of my boat. I love it. And it holds my big old butt. Yeah, I'm telling you, I've got some being worked on right now. Chris, how do you know that? Yeah, he hit one <laughs> I know. on his way down to Tennessee, man. That's crazy. Yeah, nowhere, had, nowhere to go. Is he, that because he couldn't see over the steering wheel? No. Oh. He's, you know, he's taller than you, Lyle. No, he's not. Yes, he All is. right. No, he's not. Creole, I am probably not the best person to explain the surge brakes, but I will do my best here. I don't I don't have them. I have the uh, the electric drums on mine. And the way those work, there's a Mac, it's just a regular old brake drum like used to be in the cars under especially under rear brakes. They got a magnet in there. When your brake controller kicks in, that magnet grabs that, pulls it backwards, puts the drums out there. Or puts the uh, shoes out there against the drum, stops the uh, stops the axle. The surge brakes, they function. They're they're up in the tongue of the trailer, and they use the inertia of the trailer. So as that, as you go to stop and that pushes in, and starts to engage that brake. They have a mercury switch on them. Yes. And the weight of the mercury goes forward and hits the switch, and it it the harder you hit it, the more pressure is applied against that and shoves the fluid back in against the brakes and makes them stop. The harder you push, the harder it stops, the more pressure is put on it. And, uh, and a lot of those have a breakaway with a, the, you know, they'll have a small battery on the trailer. It's got a breakaway switch on it where if the trailer were to come loose, it doesn't have the uh, 12 volts coming from the tow vehicle anymore. It automatically engages those brakes. Mine has a manual on it, and when it breaks loose, it locks the brakes down. It, it depends on the year. Uh, for a lot of that technology has changed over the years, and the newer they are, the, of course, the more updated technology. Mine's an older one. It has the manual on it, and like I say, if it breaks loose, it just locks down. Yeah, mine, I use those electric drums. They're easy. You know, I just replaced them a few years ago. They're they're easy. Uh, they're easy to install if you want to put new on a trailer that doesn't have them. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they make whole night. I mean, these are just there's four. It's a four bolt backing plate. You just drop that thing on, put your thing on, and, and they make the uh, Dexter makes those in never adjust. Those things, you you do your initial adjustment. Those things will uh, will work just fine for you. They'll stay in adjustment. So, yeah, that's that's true. Oh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> he has an emoji for me. <laughs> what a guy. That's nicer, Chris. <laughs> uh, Sonny says that type of brake works great on steep downhill roads. And that, yeah. that is very true. Very true. Yeah, just, just remember, if your trailer doesn't have brakes, all that braking is being done by your tow vehicle. So you are going to run through uh, brake pads a whole lot faster. So, You know, uh, that that's, yeah. And, and to be quite honest, this is the second new vehicle in a row that Cindy and I pulled all trailers all over. I mean, all over. And we've got 120,000 miles and haven't put brakes on this yet. The other one had 115,000 on when we traded it off. 
never put brakes on it. And and that's out on the road, you don't use the brakes that much, mm -hmm. You're putting all their miles on, but starting and stopping up and down in boat ramps. And most of them boat ramps are steep, so you're using brakes. Mm -hmm. 120,000. We, we had an interesting one Saturday <clears throat> when we were fishing that tournament up at Wren Lake. Everybody was getting their boat launched and and somebody, I guess, put their put their parking brake on on the ramp, and they don't use their parking brake that often, and that parking brake locked up on the ramp. Ooh. Oh. So they had the ramp tied up for a little while. Well, here, here's the reason that happens, because you back in and out of the water, or you have bad roads in the wintertime like Mark has mm -hmm. up in Chicago where they got a lot of salt and stuff on the roads, and that gets on the brake cable. And then when you use it, because you don't use it all the time, like, mm -hmm. like you should, then it locks up and you're stuck. And so is yep. everybody behind, behind it. Was, he finally was able to, uh, he was trying to go forward. It wouldn't go. He was finally able to put it in reverse and it busted it loose and got it out of there. So Speaking wow. of that, I don't mean to change the subject. Cindy and I pulled in the other day from, from the tournament, which we'll talk about that here in a little bit. And there was a guy at the boat ramp with a pontoon with a brand new, what looked to be a brand new 200 Mercury on the back of it. Took up the whole dock, big pontoon, Bennington, nice, nice boat, blowed motor. Third, third motor he's had on that pontoon. I don't know if they've all been the same kind or not, didn't ask him. He had to send for his mother at Jeff City, which is probably two hours away or more. To come down and because he's on the other side of the lake with his trailer, and she had to go get come down, and get him, take him across the lake on the other around the lake to get his boat or truck and trailer so he can load this broke down. In the meantime, nobody can get to the dock. Cindy and I got in there, he helped me get her out because she got bad knees, and, and he's backing everybody's trailer in because they can't get to the dock to get out. As I say, yeah. Third, I mean, third motor, that's going back to the owner and not the manufacturer. I'm thinking you're right about but nice yeah. folk. He was a nice guy, his wife and kid, nice people. But you got yeah. them big old pontoons. Now, this thing is probably 26 foot. It took up the whole dock. And I was lucky to get up yeah, close that. enough. Okay, close enough to I could get to the dock and he could hold the boat while Cindy got in and out. And she walked up with him to to get in our truck and back it down uh, so we could load our boat. Or we'd probably still be sitting. Or we'd sit there two or three hours at least. And uh, so, yeah, you're right in itself. Uh, I don't know what, but if 204 stroke surely change the oil in it once in a while. They said that's the third motor on that on that pontoon. Yeah, well, one that's I'd buy the another reason why I don't want a pontoon. <laughs> yeah, one I'd buy a head of lemon. Two, I'm or you know three of them. That's got to be you're on. Doing, you're doing something wrong. Got to be. <laughs> yeah, and, and chance. What's the what's the chances? What's the chances of him having after the second one? I'd be going with a different brand. I don't care what brand it is, and I'm a Mercury mm -hmm. fan. But I wouldn't have if I done tore up two. I'd be looking at something else, probably Yamaha. Hey, really good luck with those. But uh, yeah, sorry about Sounds that. Like that. My, my work phone, my work phone was ringing yeah, in there, and it was good. a telemarketer. Nice. Yeah. Did you have anything good to say to him? 
No, it hung up before I even got to it. Oh, yeah, that's what, it's what it sounds oh. like here. We've got either he has his tack and speedometer confused <laughs> yeah. or likes to start the motor in the driveway. Hi, John. Hey, buddy. Going to be on Catfish Weekly? Can you tell everybody hi? Hi, John. Say hi, hi Santa. You say hi, Santa? No, just say hi. Say hi, <laughs> Santa. Hey, buddy. <laughs> you going to get down now? Okay. See you, buddy. Your host of Catfish Weekly. I tell you there what, I go. think, too, it, something I just thought of is if you, it's one thing to, to have, you know, drive a drive your you know boat and stuff like that if you if you are unfamiliar with a boat especially if you're buying a used boat take somebody that knows take somebody that knows boats, boats. that's right with you that, if you're that, if I'm, you I'm going, I'm going to tell you the people that people that sell boats I like to buy used boats you can get a heck of a deal if you know what you're looking for they do not like me when I get out because when you come up there and the first thing you're pulling out is a compression gauge and a, and a portable power pack and a remote start button and everything else, they, you know, you're not hiding nothing at that point. That's right. And, uh, you know, find somebody, compression gauges are cheap. Oh yeah. You know, and compression is the only thing that would scare me away from a motor spark. I can fix yeah. fuel. I can fix or easy fixes. Yeah. Compression can be fixed, but it's not, it's not something I want to spend my time doing. So no, because you got to pull the head off it at yeah. the very least. Yeah. But Creole's got a big, big point here. He said it helps to know what type of hole you need for the waters. You'll be running big difference in the John boats, mod V and deep V. Yes. And, and I've had them all. I really have. I like them all, but for they a small purpose. They do for a smooth ride and stability. I want a wide, deep V. Mm -hmm. That's just what I want. They ride good. They're very stable. The water good. Yep, they handle the water, and uh, yeah. Ah, that's that. Yeah, mm. or you can video. You know, that's the neat thing about where we're sitting at now is you can now video chat with mm -hmm. with somebody. You have them check it out. I have. Um, I have compression gauges that fit everything from lawnmowers and boat motors to big diesel trucks. So yeah. um, I can check the compression and anything going. There we go. $40, save you $1,000 later. Test the used motor before you buy it. That's the truth. And you know what? I'm not one that will. I want to hear the motor run. Absolutely. But if it doesn't, it's not a deal breaker to me because I know that I can probably, you know, if I've got good compression, I know I can fix myself. I almost like it better when they don't start, Lyle. Because well, you get a better deal on them. I know the price is going down. That's you, right. You know, you look at somebody, hey, this, you know, when was the last time you run it? Oh, we ran it last season. That's always the answer. And well, it's not starting now. Yeah, but guess what? The price just went down. Yep. And and, and then you you offer them something stupid because you know they're not going to take it. And about mm -hmm. the time your hand hits the door handle on your truck, it goes down a little bit more mm -hmm. <laughs> because they don't want to lose you because nobody else going to buy it because it won't run. 
It runs when it wants to. Freddie's having boat issues. I'm thinking some of them are like that. Some of them have gremlins in them. That's just the truth. Yeah. $109 per hub with bearings at Tractor Supply. That seemed a little high. I, depends on the hub, I guess. But, well, yeah. yeah, it would depend on the hub, but um, you know what? That would be cheap compared to being broke down out. Oh, that's true. Yes. That's, 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 that's the truck. truth, but. Seem seem like at Rural King. I seem like I picked one up one time for like sixty bucks. That's a lot better. Yep. Whoop. Where'd that go? From Sonny Parker said, "Just because the motor runs good on the bunny ears doesn't mean it's run good on the lake when you put That's pressure true. on the prop. You put pressure on the prop, and you put the <laughs> low, you you fill the lower unit or fill the uh, midsection, the exhaust housing with water, and suddenly it doesn't run good. You know, you're you're looking. You may have some issues going on, but." Here is a statement that I really like. Worst thing on a boat is letting them sit. A fishing boat is a happy boat. Yes. That stands true with a house, with your truck, with a car, anything that sits idle, mm -hmm. empty. It's harder on it than if you're yeah, using to, it. To be you using. Know? And a boat might be them. That might be the most true with a boat because I had one set for over two years, around three years. And man, it just takes a long time to get them back in shape. It, it it puts a beating on them. And yeah, mine, you know, mine, the champion that I use, uh, that was my grandpa's boat, and I grew up fishing in that boat with him. He got that <laughs> when I was probably three or four years old, and I fished with him until he wasn't able to take it out no more. And then it set, and it was covered. But just that sitting for about ten years between the time that he parked it and the time that I you know, start trying to get it back up and running after he'd passed away. So much stuff happened to the wiring on that and everything. Oh, else. Yeah. I, was, I was a better part of a year, maybe a little bit longer trying to work out all the bugs. By the time I was done, had a whole brand new ignition system, whole brand new rebuilt fuel system. Boat ran good, but there was a lot of headache, a lot of four letter words used. And, uh, really? I find that hard to believe. I probably invented some. I probably made some up during that process, but but it was <laughs> small water charter says fuel can't go bad when you're pumping it through. <laughs> That's the truth. I think it stands true with any of them. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Freddie's got me sidetracked here. He's starting to throw boat motor questions in the chat. He's got me reading it and thinking about it. So if it perks up when you're hitting the choke, you're starving for fuel, Freddie. How about this one? Danny Stone says, I've got a six horse Johnson motor and a 20 horse Mercury. I would love to have Josh to Bring him on up. take a look at. Bring him on we up. Josh's boat motor repair service. Yep. <laughs> Uh, well, Josh can fix you up. Hey, there's Erwin, the paid tourist. Have we welcome everybody in chat tonight? We have. We did. We did we at the start. I'm sure ago. there's been more people. We that missed came a in. bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> Not we. I, I I got everybody. Then you were supposed to take over, and then you've missed every every oh, new person God. that came in. I'm sorry. There's man, quiet man, Kurt. Quiet man, David Smith, nine twenty two, Irwin. Danny, bring the bring those up and. Uh... Leave leave a credit card. Leave leave them with me, and uh, guess what? They probably end up being a short tip Saturday video. So 
That'd be all right. Hey, real quick, we've had like over 80 people watching. We're right at 79 now, but we only got 39 thumbs up. What's up with that? Come on, people. Let's get that up there. Don't forget about that. It's important to, to Catfish Weekly that we get them because thumbs up and subscriptions and all the different things is what puts our name at the top of different pages so more people can find us. So uh, anytime you guys get a chance, and if you don't mind, we would love to have your subscription. We'd love to have a thumbs and uh, share it out if you if you like what we're doing. And and this kind of content is, is right down our alley because some of us have quite a bit of experience with testing and repairing different parts of it. Some of us have more experience with purchasing, you know, just saying. Hey, sir, don't, don't be jelly. I'm not, I'm happy for you, dude. There's oh, Michelle and Matt. Awesome. I, I love that boat. boat. Do you have the light set up? Do you want me to go out there? Would you mind? Oh, that'd be great. I think I it'd be awesome if you show us that looks of that your, boat. Because, to, give, to be quite me. honest, pictures is all I've seen. Yeah. That is all any of you tour. guys have seen. But yeah, let me, uh, I'll take the phone out there and uh, there you go. In the meantime, give you a little bit of a little bit of a look. See, and it's, it's dark out there. I'll have my compacts like this. That's about That'll it. That'll be fine. So, Josh and I will keep the rest of the folks entertained. All right. I'll be back in a few. I thought he was leaving. There he goes. Holy crap. There he goes. I not think he'd ever go. Well, while he's wandering off, we could talk about you know, things to look at with used boats. Because, I mean, it's, it's nothing wrong with buying a used boat at all. Absolutely not. Uh, most go people, on like a... Me, only afford used ones. Here's an easy, real quick piece of advice. Try to go look at one. You're not always going to be able to do this, but try to go look at one when it's been dry for a few days with no rain or anything else. And then really get up there and look at that drain plug at the back of the boat. If it's dripping water and we haven't had any rain for a few days, that's a real big sign of that saturated uh, flotation foam. I promise and you that's no fun. If, if that's one, that's a deal breaker for me. I've gone through that once with that, with that bay liner. I had it fixed. I had it professionally done because I was not going to try to tackle that uh, on my own. But I if, will I never had do it, it if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't mess with it. That float that that flotation on, especially on a fiberglass boat, that was an ordeal. I'd done it on an aluminum boat. It was a lot of work, and the way my legs and stuff are, I would never do it alone again. If I did, I'd have to have some help because doing it by myself, I was weeks doing that mm -hmm. because my legs just hurt so bad, and you're all cramped up. You you know you got everything out of there, and it looks like there's plenty of room. But you're still kneeling, bending on your knees. I mean, it's just a pain in the butt. And a shovel, one of the narrow ones, they, they call them spades. They call them sharpshooters. They call them different things. That was the thing that got the majority of it out of that boat for me. Because mm -hmm. nothing else would, would really get into places. And, and that didn't get everything uh, because mine was solid foam sometimes as much oh, as 14 yeah. and 16 inches thick and it was full of water and it was terrible pain to You'd be amazed how much weight that <clears throat> that can I, hold once that foam gets uh oh absolutely i i guarantee you josh i lost 
anywhere from five to 800 pounds of mm -hmm. water and foam when I cleaned that out of there. My boat sets up three or four inches higher. Oh, in yeah. That's how, that's, how, that's how that one of mine was, and it, it run better when it was done. Of course, Gil, Christina and I almost sunk it. The first night we actually tried to fish a tournament out of it, we were night fishing, and uh, yeah. it got it got bad. The bilge pump was the only thing that kept us afloat, mm. and uh, it took a lot to get that. Th we got it up on the trailer, and it took everything that old red Chevy of mine had to uh, oh yeah pull that up out of the yeah out of the boat, out of, off the ramp. But look at those. Look at uh, somebody mentioned it earlier in chat. But look, you know, take a look if you're looking at a used boat. And look at that Look for the registration sticker. If the last time it's had a sticker was ten years ago, that's not really a good sign. So they're no, telling you, "Hey, it ran last." You know, the hey, it ran last season. No, it didn't because you you haven't had this thing registered in in ten years. So that's right. Oh, there's. A, hold on, I'm gonna fix this real yeah, quick. Yeah, let's get him up there. Oh, well, that works too. I was gonna put him on the spotlight layout. But. Oh well, go ahead and do that. Nope. There you go. go. Two hundred horsepower Honda. That motor run forever. You would that is that is a V six Civic mm -hmm. engine inside there. Really? Yeah, that's what they put in there. So, I mean, so does that mean he could nitrous that, Lyle? Oh, so they make a kit called a Vex that's made specifically for them rice rockets, and you'd be good with that. Oh man, <laughs> get in here. Oh. So nice to be able to just stand up in here. You, you didn't try the steps out. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, there's Chad the carport. Like, we'll put it in. Chad's but. going to be able to clean out his gutters from the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So back in the back corners, we've got the you know two battery boxes back there. Got a nice little wash down station. I like that. I'm going to win the rising sun next year. <laughs> oh, how many gallons is that live? Well, uh, 75 gallon is what nice. it says online. Nice. Got a divider. Yeah. It's got the divider in it. Yep. Got the divider in it. Uh, Jad, you was talking about the rising sun. A uh, gentleman messaged me today named Josh McCroy. And huh. was asking me about that tournament. And, uh, I look for him to be in it next year also. Well, I'm going to talk to you about that after the show, by the way. Okay. But both sides of the boat, <laughs> they've got the lockable rod storage for oh, yeah. seven and a half foot rods easily. Seven and a half. That's cool. I've already tested that out. Most popular size fishing rod in on the market today. That's right. Chad's boat has a bidet. Has a bidet. That's right. <laughs> Didn't get the crapper, but he's got a bidet. I am waiting on the. I've got these two seats that I got right now with it, but I'm also have two Millennium seats that he's given me on the way. So, what are you going to do with them? Keep them. Huh. I get four, I'm getting four seats. Two of them will be uh, the, uh, the Millennium seats. Well, that's what we ended up going with in ours and love ones. Boss audio. Oh yeah. Got a boss audio system in it. You got that to listen to the Cardinals, right? Uh yeah. I, I probably I would probably listen to Taylor Swift before I would uh oh my watch God. Cardinals. Horrible. You're just awful. 
glove box. Oh, man, you can keep oh. your phone in there. That way it don't fall in the water. That's Look. a great idea. Do you Look. have a place for a tether for your phone? Well, you can't see it because I'm in the way. Okay. Got his and her uh, cup holders. I've got one depth finder mounted. I, I'm waiting on the, the multi-boards will be here when, or be into the shop Wednesday to put on. Nice. Uh, again, it's dark out here, guys, so sorry. But there's, a step, there, there's a step up here. For more, it's got more storage right here underneath it. Yeah, show the step again, big guy. I like that. I like. I don't think you, you can't see it. Now, does that top? Does the does that raise up? There you go. Oh, yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm very limited on here. The bimini's kind of blocking some of the light. It's okay. But it does. It has a it has a full enclosure on it. And you'll love bimini. that. Mm -hmm. And then in the center here. Let me see if I can get up this way and come turn around. Maybe this will help. Oh, yeah. There we go. 25-gallon uh, live well up here for the bait. That make good cooler, too, Chad. Oh, good idea. ID. Buddy. ID. <laughs> yes. Got two, uh, I don't even have probably three foot by foot and a half storage bins on each side of, of it. <clears throat> the question is, Dee, do you like your new boat? This one here, how old's Mason? 10? Yeah. We put, mate. well, we didn't put it, Mason climbed down in this and, and I was able to close it with him in it. <laughs> yeah. At the front of the boat. Could you shove Jason in there and shut it? I tried, but I couldn't get get his head down in there. I bet well, you could take his mouth there. shut. You might have. <laughs> well, we got you two on? USB plugs up here to the twelve okay. volt. That is a Control. very popular add-on on any boat, and you can put them on boats that don't come with them. And I got the uh, trolling motor Thanks mounted today. Thanks for so watching. Sonny, we appreciate you being in chat tonight. We'll do an right, we'll do an after daylight put out a video. But I got the 112 pound uh, Tarova on the front of it. You're gonna love that. There's my tiny little house. I think my boat might be bigger. It's definitely worth more. <laughs> to you. <laughs> no, it's probably yeah, it's probably worth more. But uh yeah. I mean that's pretty much it. It's a boat. Very nice. It's good looking. It's a great looking boat. Um I like the rod Ooh. storage. Uh, Let me get in here. The rod storage is awesome. Um that was a big sell for us. Is it lockable? Are the rod storage lockable? Are all the compartments lockable? Every compartment is lockable, including the live well. Does it use the same key? Yeah. I see that was that was one of the stipulations that I had uh, when we ordered boats that Cindy and I was using. Um, that one key. Why have more than one key? You never had to know which one fits what. And I wanted every storage compartment lockable on them um, because I remember going to tournaments. You have to carry everything. Yeah, there's not enough light over here, Lyle. Hotel room. That's okay. 
every boat, everything that was in your boat, you had to carry in a motel room. When you have lockable storage compartments, you lock it up and you go in a motel room, go to bed. You don't have to pack all that crap in and out morning. And there night. we go. So, so my camp, my phone has a live, uh, uh, can't flashlight on it. So there's the. I don't you use the flashlight on your phone. That's what I just did, you goofball. <laughs> but yeah, see, there's the steps that go up. They do. They hold me very easily on the front end of the boat. Man, that's going. That would be nice. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. David Martin is is now building steps and different things for boats. He bought a CNC machine, and he has my order in for one. A set. <clears throat> And it sounds as you're going to have to start putting the boat inside the motel room so nobody steals it, Chad. Yeah, no doubt. He's not probably not wrong. My brother, you can do that. Look at the rims. Oh, Beautiful. Look at that. Dual axle. Yeah, my boat. My brother used to have a Goldwing Interstate, and they go on trips. And if the bike, the motorcycle wouldn't fit in the motel room, he didn't stay there. Chad, Catfish and Dreams has a question for you. Yeah. He wants to know if you put the Minn Kota removable bracket on for the trolling motor. I did not. I haven't bought one yet. So they're all, they're, they're nice to have, and they don't. I'm probably making you all sick there. It, it's very easy. You just take. You can lock it with a padlock, and you take one screw out. You can take it out if you got a cover for it. And you just lay it in the in the front of the boat, or you can take mm -hmm. it in if you don't use your boat in the wintertime. You take it off, and that that bracket is is a lifesaver. Absolutely. Yeah, I um, still I'm still working on getting everything. I took all my other my my electronics and my troll motor off the boat. When I got this one, I told them I'll install them. Now I'm like I should have just paid them to do that too. But yeah, I thought it would make me work out the deal a little bit easier if I said I would do it, and it did. So Catfish and Dreams said ain't twenties, but they'll shine up nice. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what size these rooms are. That is a, well, it should say on the tires. Yeah. Uh, they're 14s. It should be 14s. Yeah, they're 14. 14s. Yep. Yeah, they're 14s. <clears throat> I haven't seen any small boats that had anything other than 14s yeah. on them. I'm sure they make some, but I haven't. Now, I've got 15s on mine, but they, they, I it, didn't, it didn't come from the factory with 15s. Yeah, 14s is what they but They'll fit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, there's multiple reasons. What I mean, why we wanted this boat? Obviously, more room. This is a 21 foot boat, but we, you know, we want that we want the live well because we do want to get back into a few tournaments. But the room was the big thing. I mean, we went from a 17 and a half, 80 inch wide boat to a 21, 96 inch wide boat with a lot more power because my other boat wouldn't even get me up on plane anymore. Really? Yeah, there was just too much weight in it. Yeah. See that? That's what happens when you mess with me. <laughs> that right how there. Much, how much pitch that prop turning, Chad? Uh, honestly, I haven't looked. It'll be listed on the side. Where's that? There it is. Lexor 21 pitch. 21. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> Michael Morello says when you're installing the wheel spinners, dingle balls, and fuzzy dice. What? Oh. Martin Pursuit says says that motor runs on caviar and champagne. I can tell you, we just we did we only got uh, a little less than two hours on the boat um, trying to break in the motor yesterday, and we got to where the second the after the first forty five minutes you can go, but up to 
four to five thousand RPMs, but you mm -hmm. can't keep you can't keep it there, right? Right. At four thousand RPMs or just a little bit over, I was doing about forty five in this boat. Nice. And that was obviously not full power. So I I'm like, wow, I just like times ten my speed. Yeah, that Chad, Chad brings up a really good point right there. If you do buy a boat, a brand new boat, follow that break-in procedure. Your, oh, your God, dealer yeah. should provide you with that break-in procedure. It yeah, should don't provide you with it. Really, I'd be thinking about finding a different dealer. But it, yeah. is, it is available online. That's something that they should show you. Well, that if it's a new boat, you should be getting a manual with it anyway right. for the motor, and it'll be it'll be in there. But, and but, uh, but yeah, they to the letter. They should walk you through the process. And like, you know, I know Chris Lee, he told me to record it and I did it, didn't, but he, uh, he did his, video. he did his and, uh, you know, he, he has referred back to it and they did, they went through all that kind of, so they tell you, you know, all the controls, uh, you know. Recording would be a cheap insurance policy too. That if they ever came back, you had a motor issues, and they said, "Well, you didn't break it in right." Well, here you go. Here's start to finish me breaking this motor <laughs> in. Tell me what I did wrong. And this, this boat is ninety six inches. Nice across the top. Yeah. What about the base and at the gunnels? The widest point will be right behind, or should be right behind. About where the seats are should mm -hmm. be the widest point. <clears throat> I don't know. That's straight because the bottom of it won't be that wide. North Central. Well, I don't have that. I just I right just know the gunnel the gunnels are ninety six okay. inches. Okay. North Central Missouri Outdoors wants to know if that's a Lund, Chad. Uh, no, this is a real fishing boat that you can catfish in. <laughs> I'm just. I'm so, you guys are so. You guys set me up for meanness. This Ooh. is a this is a 2024 Polar Craft 2010 Outlander catfish boat. Now, now, Chad, tell us about the flooring and what's covering the flooring. So, we was originally looking at the G3. Those are the all aluminum boats, you know, kind of like the Sea Arcs are. This is the vinyl over the marine wood. So, supposedly the wood has a hundred year warranty. You won't care about at 100 years. Yeah. You don't care. But, and I'll show you that one of the nice things about this boat, and I've not seen this on any other boat, <laughs> and it might be weird, but all of the screws, like if you, like I got to run, because you're only allowed two two. you only have room for two batteries on each side, and I've got a 36 volt trolling motor. So I have to run cables to the other side, you know, to run these, these uh, batteries together. So, I can actually take this off instead of trying to feed it through oh, that'd or, be you know, get, or getting a fish tape or something like that. I can literally just take this off, lay it down and then screw it right back down. Every compartment is like that. I like and that. then if you have a, um, you know, something goes bad, like the board breaks or whatever, and you get a, you know, get a new one from the, uh, from Polar Craft, you can just screw the new one right back down. It does have the, the full bimini, so it's got the uh, bimini up here. It's got the full enclosure that snaps all the way around, down the sides, That's and then wrong. all the way across the back. So I'll be able to stay warm all winter long with my little buddy heater in here. 
ends you won't need near that much. I, I, has that got a lot? Have you seen that cover or the in, uh, enclosure on it? Yeah, we've had it on. Does it have a lot of clear plastic? Um, a little bit, yeah. Well, here's the deal. The more clear plastic you got when that sun is out, it's like a magnifying glass. You so will I'll be, be shocked photo. as a, as a candle will heat that thing. Oh wow! I'll be I'll be photosynthesized, huh? I'm just telling you. <laughs> uh, the year that we went to Winter Blues on Wheeler, my buddy John had just had a new enclosure built for his Excel. Yeah, and he wanted to take his boat down there and try it out. And we got we left our house. It was minus eight. We got there. It was six degrees on Wheeler Lake. And the next morning we went out and we come back in because everybody's trolling motors was froze and and people were stranded on the. You couldn't get in and out of the ramp because it was so bad. So we waited till the next day and went out. I took my shirt off when we was passing people because they was they was bundled up so tight and freezing and we had a heater going in there and it was so hot i was sweating and we was making fun of them as we was passing them they couldn't believe it but it was that hot and there was a sunshiny day and his enclosure has a lot of clear plastic on it and my god it was hot in that time <laughs> it was unbelievable honestly the only thing i really think we'll end up using anyways on this i don't see why we would put the back curtain on too much but uh, it'll be the side curtains that yeah. you know when it's the random. The front is what you want. Your windshield does it snap to the top of your windshield? Yeah, all the way across. Right there, yeah. a, it's even because there's a you know a, what about a three inch gap where the um, window closes. It's got a little another piece, a little snap that it goes to cover that little hole and stuff too. So yeah, you're gonna love that enclosure. It will make. That was a long time ago, Matt, when I was um, a little more fit. I'm full-figured now. But, <laughs> but yeah, you're going to love that because it makes winter fishing just oh, yeah. so comfortable. It really does. And unless it – like I say, we got down there. It was so cold that first day that year that um, – my buddies from up north come down. They got in, in their new boat, new Crestliner, and they come in, and the trolling motors was frozen in the up position. They couldn't get it to go up, couldn't get it to go down. People's tra Their boats was froze to the trailers. They was mad because people couldn't get in and out of the boat ramps because you had to wait for the boat to thaw out the, from the trailer. It was froze to the trailer from being out on the water the day before. Uh, it was just a mess. It was a cluster. And like I, we unloaded John's boat, and I seen all the problems having. I went walked back down there. I said, "We're loading up and going in." He said, "Why?" I said, "We're not tearing your boat up because of this crap." I said, "Look around here," and he agreed, and we loaded the boat back up, and we waited a day and went out, and was better off because we never had an instant trouble. There was people trying to get in everywhere to get stuff repaired that they tore up that first day, you know, and we didn't have to do that. No ice fishing, Mark. Come on, man. No, no ice fishing, Mark. And NCMO, no, I was just busting Mark's chops about him, him <laughs> and his lund is what I was joking about. No, he was he's <laughs> yeah, giving he, he's, a hard time, buddy. He said he'd just come in chat or just come in the show and and he if from the inside of it, it looked like a lund. It kind of does. But uh I love the floor in that thing. And you can take a pressure washer when you come home, just wash it out. Yep. Hose off the outside of that baby, you're good to go. 
Yep. And, then, and it's got the, you know, even the live well, it's got the recirculation pump and everything in it. So. Yep. I need to figure out that whole oxygen. I've never done that. Maybe I might I might look into that later on. I've, but. I've got everything to tell you how to do it. All right. It's very simple and you'll like it. Yeah, but besides that, this is again this right here is uh you know it's not a weld craft with a crapper, Lyle, but this is a amazing boat. So everybody can't have a crapper. That is a beautiful boat, Chad. But I'm thinking Every boat should have one. <laughs> and Troy, Troy couldn't have said it any better. He, Troy for Real Virtual Outdoors says, congrats, Chad and D. It's nice seeing good things happening for good folks. I agree. For you both, so. Thank Absolutely. you. It's a beautiful boat. You, know, you guys are going to love it. You know, we, we, we give, you know, like me and Mark, we give each other grief about it. But you know what? Uh, or about, you know, the, the boats and spending money, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, me and D work our rear, rear ends off mm -hmm. at work. And, you know, yeah, well, we're going to be happy. We're going to be comfortable. Oh yeah, it's nice. To see, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, it, you guys have fished out of that, been uncomfortable for two or three years. It's time oh, to no. have comfort. Um, almost five years, four and a half years in that, yeah. that that last boat, you know. And one of us can pretty much get up at a time. If we get two, both of us get up for a fish on the other boat too fast. We're liable to not. We're liable to knock each other in the water, so it wasn't safe. Yeah, yeah well, I was always always yeah. worried about you know if D was trying to pull up the anchor or pull the trolling motor up that she was going to fall in. I was always nervous about that. Well, see, I won't let Cindy do that. She gets mad. Ted, did you keep the same Tarova that you had? Yeah. So basically, you it, you're going to move it over. I, yeah, I I installed that today. The only thing I have to do right now with uh, that is the batteries and running the. Uh, connectors to them so the, I, I literally after work today because i was going to do it yesterday but the the heads on my, all my bolts somehow stripped out so i had to go buy new some new ones i did that at lunch today and then i got the trolling motor mounted the electric ran up there i just gonna do the batteries back here now i stainless oh yeah I, oh yeah okay. oh yeah you gotta buy stainless <laughs> um i put one of my ram mounts in i gotta i'm gonna wait until i get my Multi bars before I figure out where I'm going to put the one, the other um, depth finder back here, and then I got to run the the power to everything, and that'll be it. You know what? Hmm. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy, buy you a boat. boat. It can buy me a boat. Yep. I tell you what. <laughs> I, I, I'm I really, I, I really going to be Lyle when we go to Mendota next year, and. My phone is still synced to that Tarova Chad's, and I get to drive that boat around. <laughs> oh, man. I'll be the first one other than Chad and D to be able to drive that boat. <laughs> I'm saying I can't wait to get a ride in it. I think it looks cool. I think yeah. I can't wait to give Chad a ride in it. <laughs> Mid-South, I can tell I can tell you that chivalry is not dead, but we are partners on this boat. There we go. I got to tell you, Mid-South, you know, I have a single step right now because it's it's what worked for me at the time to get in the front of my boat. Uh, and Chad and Dee was at our house for a week, and we took the boat out, went to the Lake of the Ozarks, and I jumped up on that thing and get in there. And it's a struggle for me to step on that one single step and then get in the front of the boat. And I did it. 
and so did Dee. If I could do it, she was going to do it. So there's no question in my mind that if the anchor needs pulled, she can pull the anchor Does have one <laughs> or anything does. else. Brandon, no, I do not, but it does have fl oh, the float pods. Float pods. So, yeah, it's got float pods on both sides, and we did talk about with uh, Joe down at Knot Marine where we bought the boat that he's got um, steps that we can put on uh, – you know, ladder we could put on it if we wanted it. Wanted it, but he said that would be no issue to go ahead and put. If we could put that on there. Mark um, said, "Oh my God, the number of trips I made to the hardware store for stainless hardware oh, yeah. this summer. I can only imagine." Yeah. And I tell you what, you got to have a good hardware store anymore to f find stainless. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly right. You need a and don't uh, don't get it off Amazon. You get stuff made of titanium. So yeah, now, honestly. I found you can't even go to places like Home Depot and Lowe's in their stainless steel and get extra oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like Menards. Menards has very good stainless. They've got a good selection of stainless, but specialty stuff, I have to go to Ace Hardware for. Yeah. Ace Hardware is a good, no, I'll good probably, you know, Ace is proud of what they have. Our local Ace Hardware, I might pay 5 or $6 a bolt. Hey, but we know a guy that works at a hardware store. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin McGill. Oh, Kevin that's McGill right. works at, at a hardware store. I'm not sure it's not an ace. But I can tell you too, I can, you know, shameless plug. Because they did I, I really think that they did me very well. They've actually given me quite a few extras as far as they gave me uh, some extra cables and uh, mounting plate and a couple other things. Is you're looking for it and you're looking for a nice boat like this, not marine in uh I think it's Richwood. No, is that Richwood? Not Marine. Is where I would look. They got Polar Craft, G3, Sea Arcs, Pontoons. They got all kinds of boats. Char right. Charlie will just shake your head if you tell him you, you uh, that I sent you. I'm but, sure. Uh, but yeah, but Joe, but Joe will be like, "All right, here comes the money." I got. I got to tell you that uh, them's all quality brand boats. Yeah. And a dealer that that has nothing but quality stuff will probably treat you right. Well, they're an official G three boat dealer. They do, like I said, they do sell Sea Arc, <clears> and <throat> I know they they've got uh, boss uh, bass cat boss. I don't know some kind of bass, big bass boats and stuff. They've got all kinds of stuff down there. Uh, but this right here, I think these polar crafts are silent sleepers. And oh, I heard that for a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know, Pam Holinger was the first one I seen with the Polar Craft, and uh, I liked it. And then we went and actually looked at them, and B fell in love with this. And I, I, I was flipping back and forth, and I didn't know. And I was like, "Wow, I really like his G these G threes." But this, this was, this was perfect. Even though PJ from Trophy Cat uh, Tackle, we walked in to look at them, and we 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 were there to buy that day. They had a all white one and it was sharp, but PJ had already bought it. Um, G3s are made within 30 miles of me. <clears throat> really? Yep. Lebanon. Lebanon. Wait, are they, are they, are they downwind from you or upwind? Oh. <laughs> wow. I'll put you back in there, Chad. 
I'm just saying if they're downwind from him, the, the metal may be a little warped if you're looking at them. No. And they are a great boat. They're, they really are. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about the others. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And hey, you know, and honestly, that's a, well, that's, I think that's the last thing I will say on this whole subject. And, you know, there, there are brands that some of us may love and some of us may just bad mouth like crazy. But if that's what you like, yeah. buy that's what right. makes you happy. Right. And Chevys and Dodges and everything else. Well, hold on. I was going to say, but. That's why is up here. But no. I was gonna, I was gonna say, buy whatever boat you want, but make sure you buy a Ford to pull it. Oh yeah, that's right. No, no, never happen. I turned him down once, but I'll turn him down again. Hey Chad, see that thing behind you with all the green? Yeah, that's a plant. Remember, you 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 seemed amazed that you saw one during the couples tournament yesterday, so. You know, I know we're on boats, and um, I consider this a great show. What's wrong with you? I think he's speaking the truth. But, Chad, you indeed put on a hell of a show with that tournament over the last two weekends. Thank you. Great time. We had a wonderful time out there fishing. Um, I knew we were in trouble when that front moved through the night before, and we got monster storm. I knew, I knew it was going to be tough. It always is when a front moves through like that. Yeah. But what a great time. Everybody was having a wonderful time. And uh, I think yesterday everybody caught fish. That's pretty cool. That, that was that was really awesome. The only, awesome. We had, what, 21 out of 22 or 22 out of 23 couples caught fish. The only one that didn't, they ended up only fishing like two out of the five hours and they left early. Yeah. yeah and was that's awesome. how you have yeah, they were just worn out. They'd basically been out there all weekend. So this year was awesome for numbers caught, and I mean it. It may have a lot to do with moving it to September from October because October is usually good for October is good for us too, but it's not good for everybody. No, yeah. it's it's not. For the North Yard, the less chance yeah. of it being good for you. But, yeah, but October yeah. is typically good crappie fishing weather. That's why it got moved. So are you saying you're having a crappie tournament in October next year? No, I'm saying I'm going crappie fishing oh. <laughs> during October, so I can fill, <laughs> fill the freezer up with some crappie. But no, we did. It was a great turnout. You know, um, Chad, one of the one of the cool things is our buddy Mark uh, fishes alone a lot, and uh, mm -hmm. he got his wife Sheila to go out and fish with him. I know that was a major deal for him. And I think she had a wonderful. Time. I, it sounded like she was having a real good time the other day. You know, yeah, from what I hey, from what I hear, she's already telling you know telling him that we, they got to step up their game next year. Well, she already she already told him right there during the thing that uh, next tournament they're fishing a different body of water. So she's already there. You go. She's hooked. That's that's great. Right. Now, the question is: Has he created the monster that he wanted? <laughs> <laughs> But I tell you no, what, what's you great know, about it, is it means Mark's actually going to have to start putting Sheila on fish. So yeah, he's going to have to step up his. Step that's up true. I mean, that's <laughs> but that that right there, though, you know, it seems like every year that we've done it, we've had something like that, you know, and, and that's that's hey, that's what that's what it's about. That? 
Dude, that's what it's. I mean, that's honestly what the, the biggest. I mean, you don't win anything for that tournament. It's bragging yeah. rights. That's all it is. You know, it's all for fun, and but it's it's about getting your your significant other out there and fishing with you and spending time and having fun with friends. And while we did it, we raised you know eleven hundred and twenty five dollars that we decided that this year we're not going to give it to just any charities. You know, this act this money went back to our fishing community. And we divided it up. We, you know, we talked it over. We just decided we divided it up equally and gave it to three deserving families that needed some help. You know, very cool. Very cool. Mark Barnum says the Missouri River is still seventy degrees today. It, yesterday on Lake Ozark was seventy-seven. Damn. We're talking about uh, September twenty-fifth to still be seventy-seven degrees, and the next ten-day forecast. From 89 to the lower 80s every day the next 10 days. So chances are, with sunshine every day, Lake of the Ozarks and Truman and Stockton and Palm de Terre, they're not going to lower a whole lot. They're not going to get a lot colder for a while. So, no, we've seen the uh, we've seen the water temperatures go up at Rend. We fished uh, the couples tournament on Sunday. The was it 17th or something like that? Something yeah, there. I think it's right. And we fished a in-person tournament there this past Saturday, the 23rd. So you're looking six mm -hmm. days difference. And that water temperature had gone back up, and it had it had everything messed up. Now, whatever some good numbers posted at that tournament, I wish I'd have thought to uh, get those tournament results in there at the beginning of the show. But we'll we'll put those in next week. We'll be a, we'll be a week late, but they'll still work. So speaking of pictures do you have a little something for us we do we are ready there's a bragging board oh and i've got this video of dockery and i always want to click on it right before the bragging go board. ahead we'll watch it okay does it make fun of dockery uh-uh baby <laughs> sending <laughs> oh, him hitting the dock real. Now let's take a look at some awesome fish pictures. Here we go. Howdy, folks. It's time once again to take a look at the Catfish Weekly Bragging Board. This covers through the week of September the 25th, 2023. Up first, Danny Stone sent us this photo of his granddaughter, Coda. Coda caught a 39-pound blue catfish at Barkley Dam. That's a new personal best for Miss Coda. Congratulations, that's a great fish. And Danny Stone himself sent in a picture of this 38.08-pound flathead caught off the Mississippi River. I believe this fish was caught off carp. It is an excellent flathead. Congratulations, Danny. Good job. Austin from Fish and Fever sent this photo of his wife, Lauren. Lauren caught a new personal best 22.44 pound blue cat. This was caught during the couples tournament on Fields to Water YouTube channel, and this was the biggest fish of the tournament. Congratulations, Lauren. Great fish. Our buddy Dale Hayslip sent this picture in of a 38-pound blue cat that he caught. 
and his nephew Ryan with a new personal best 20 pound blue. Great job, guys. Congratulations. And closing us out this week, one heck of a fish by Dave Funk. That is a 71.3 pound flathead catfish. Good job, Dave. That is an awesome fish. Thanks for sending in the photo. Don't forget, guys, you too can be featured on the Catfish Weekly Bragging Board. To be eligible, the fish needs to have been caught within the past 14 days, and we accept pictures of any species of fish. yourself or a friend on the bragging board all you need to do is email your fish photo to pics at theweekendangler.com send us the information shown on your screen and we'll get it on the board for you thank you all for watching have a great week awesome fish this week that was some awesome fish right there awesome. it was all great fish but what a stud they oh, in the boat wow that, that thing had to be one heck of a fight too yeah Oh yeah, yeah, that was. But you know, you know that that fish that Austin's wife caught. She broke her personal best yesterday three times, three if times. I'm not mistaken. Three times, That's amazing, man! It was, it was great. It was great to watch. You know, new personal bests, and that was that was a theme kind of this this week's bragging board. Is everybody was getting new PB catfish? Yeah, it's it it. wonderful. I didn't either. <laughs> I'm so happy for Dave because because I know what it takes to put a fish like that in the boat, and it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. You know, I fished for years and years to put a 68-pound flathead in the boat, and he puts a 71 in, oh. and Dave's been working at it. I mean, he's been putting a ton of fish in the boat this year, a lot of giant fish, and to put a 71-pound flathead in the boat, wow. And we're coming back to the time of year where those flathead are going to going to be on fire one more <laughs> time getting, before winter time. Ready to feed up before it gets cold, because regardless of what people will tell you, them fish in the northern states when it gets cold, they go dormant and they don't eat in the winter time. And guys can snag them in the say whatever they want to, but they don't they don't bite when it's cold. So when they get ready to feed up before winter, is one of the best times of the year. To catch a trophy flathead, and it's coming up within mm -hmm. the next thirty to forty-five days. Yep. Once that water starts to drop back down, once you start seeing that upper sixties. Yep, that's exactly right. From there on down, that's going to be a be a good time, and I'm hoping and, to and, come up with one more at least. So. Oh, absolutely, and and they they will bite cut bait. Uh, you know, I I got that people catch it on. We I don't around here for whatever reason. But a hand-sized bluegill is is oh, hard man. to beat this time of year. It really is. Small water charter says I'm going to send a bass bitch and see how many look at all that bait. All water, send one, send one in. I mean, we we if always we get call, catfish, I mean, catfish he, weekly. We get catfish pictures, but it, I always say every week that's right. it is open to any species of fish. I know my yeah. buddy Clutch Williams has been on there with the new PB mm -hmm. bass, a largemouth, couple times. Uh, James Dockery's been on there with messes of crappie every time you turn around. Dockery. Dockery. <laughs> he beats the heck out of dock roofs. So. Uh, he's something. 
he's angry that they're taller than he is. That's all the it fish, is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I made. <clears throat> I wish I made fish look as big as Doc Reed does. <laughs> he's got an emoji for you. Oh yeah, yeah. he'll be fired up. <laughs> I think I'm already getting messages. Really? I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. Man, what a great show tonight, fellas. I'm glad you all come up with this topic. It was really good. Creole, you do that. I will put that in the <laughs> dragon board. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Absolutely. Wow. Dave says it's anchored. Yeah. Anchored, anchored. foot. Don't. Never hit an anchor line. Gar feeding on the surface. I figured cats were eating the scraps. Hit the bottom in a bluegill head. There you go. And that's kind of a classic pattern there. Hi, John. Yo. Hey, Catfish and Crappie, member for 29 months. Thank you, Mark. We're glad hey, you enjoyed the show. Hey, John. How you doing, buddy? Come hi. Hi. Hi, John. We've got it up on both screens, so he's watching the one over here. So, hi, Chadwick James. Yeah, stop it. You say, hey, Mama. Look, I say Santa. Say ho ho ho. Say ho ho ho, Santa. No. Ha ha ha. Here, say ho ho ho, Santa. Hi, kisses. Yeah, there's this. Kisses. Yeah, you don't have time. All that stuff. The it's board. almost bedtime at the Dunnigan house. So I bet so, yeah. That means it'd either be really, really good or really, really bad here in about five minutes. So <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure you're right about that. Man, what a great show tonight, you guys. I enjoyed it a lot. We had a lot, we shared a lot of good information. We had a lot of wonderful input. Mm -hmm. Yeah, with that we did. Yeah. Yep. If we missed it, you know, I don't think we missed any questions. But if it, you know, if anybody you know watching after the fact thinks of one, you know, send it in, post something on the Catfish Weekly Facebook group, and we'll try to get an answer for you. So, and don't forget to send your pictures in to Josh. Send the pictures. The, the more we pictures we have, that. the better the bragging board is. So that's exactly right. It was really awesome. This we week get a Josh really long one. We can run into Mark's time slot, and he loves that anyway. So Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure enough, and uh, uh, I enjoyed the show. It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, what show was this? None of your business. Four ninety eight. Oh, four ninety eight. We are two away from five hundred. And I am trying to come up with something really <laughs> cool for five hundred. I've got an idea. If we can make it happen. So. <laughs> What are things you consider when buying a boat? <laughs> Where have you been, Mid South? You gotta go back to the beginning. And we'll cover all <laughs> show up, it. show up on time. Oh, Mark says I have an emoji for you, Josh. Ah, cool, I really? have two of them. I find that hard to believe. Giveaway, giveaway, Chad's boat. I don't think D is going to let us do that. I will say I'd be very careful with what you put in mid uh, chat there, Mid South, because D may ban you permanently. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> That's a beautiful boat, and I am not going to get on D's bad side at nope, all. Nope, I'm not either. Curtis Cunningham says, first time watching, seeing the advertisement on Howgleg's show this morning. Curtis, yep. thank Curtis. you so much yep. for joining so us. We're, 
We are thrilled to have you on Catfish Weekly in chat. Be sure to tune in every Monday night because we will be back next Monday night as Mark and I will be on the uh, Panfish Nation show Wednesday at 7. And then Thursday, Chad will do the bait shop with Freddie and, and uh, Brian B. And then we're back. We'll just start we'll over again. And I know, so. I, I know there's shows every night. I can't remember them all, and I'm sorry. Austin says, let's give away the anchor so D doesn't have to pull it anymore. It depends on which anchor he's making her pull. If hey. he's making her pull the one yeah. that I built him, yeah. Nope. Okay. But yeah. But and maybe since Austin is so concerned, Austin can buy me one of them electric anchor winches. There we go. you have a place on that boat for that? I bet I can find room for that. <laughs> I bet you could, Chad. Thank you so much for the for taking us out and seeing yeah. the boat. It's beautiful. I know you guys are really going to enjoy it, and and we all enjoyed taking a look at it with you tonight. Yeah, once once I get everything on it and uh, I get the motor broke in, I'll do a uh, an actual video on it and walk through when you know when it's light. That's the other problem with night. All I have is this one complex light, and I didn't want to carry it around. I so. think you need to do a music video on it, Chad. I think so too. You think you'd want to help me out with that? Mm -hmm. Creole says he knows of the show thing. on Tuesday nights, and I think him and Kelly are on Tuesday nights at 7. I think seven. if we're going to do it right, Chad, we got to borrow Lyle's boat to make that music video. Why? That is true, because I don't want to do, do what the, they did on the end, end of that video. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that's all about. And then, and, then, and then Lyle would have an excuse to drive all the way over here to Not Marine. <laughs> And buy a new boat, yeah. I don't want a, a new boat. A polar craft as well. You know, Cindy told me the other day, she said, we should look at buying a new boat. I said, no, we shouldn't. Mine's paid for, and I don't want to. I can't buy one. I can't just go out and pay for it. I got to, you know, I'd have to finance it. Like, And I don't want to make payments on another boat. So I'll just keep what I got paid for as it is. And we'll enjoy it like it is. And if we got to do a little work on it once in a while, we'll just do yeah. a work on it. He is having a time. I he is fired up. So, hey, <laughs> Cindy, don't you worry. We'll plan another trip out there to Missouri and we'll take you and Lyle out on this boat. And then you'll be able to get you a new boat. And it won't matter what he says. I'm telling you, it's never going to happen. Even even if it's not until you know Mendota, we'll take you for a ride on this boat. Nope. When you hear that two hundred horsepower Civic V six engine fire up, and it goes purr, you're gonna be like, "Oh man!" Mm -hmm. Cindy Cindy says we've had a three hundred, so <laughs> yeah. You know what the cool thing is now, Chad? You got Cindy. a big, you got a big boat. That means you can come to the other side of Mendota with us next next year too. So, Caitlin, and oh I yeah, and over to that side. So, yeah, I can go. I can go about anywhere now <laughs> with this. Hang on a minute, boys. I got. I'm getting a noise starting in on my other computer. I'm gonna have to get it shut down here. Are you gonna be screaming memes at us? Can you hear it? Now the only annoying sound I hear is your voice. No, there's a cooling motor that's going bad in oh, that yeah. computer, and it gets to grinding and making all kinds of noise. So once it kicks in, I have to shut that computer down. <clears throat> but I keep it here. 
just because it has everything on it. And if if you need if something will go wrong with the other, I got a backup. Doesn't take very long to shut it down. If I could just see the. I'll tell you what, I've already hit the gas station once with this boat, and I was like, oh, man. How big is the tank at? 37. 37. Mine's a 36, so I feel your pain. Yeah. Yeah. I got a 20 in my big boat, but the Bayliner's got a 35. So, yeah, I know what you're going through. But you know what? Thank you, Joe. You're the one that made this so affordable. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we hope you all have a great yeah, rest of your week. week, everybody. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next Monday night. See y'all. <laughs>